0: You should go there now.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children. Knowing me, Larry Davis. Knowing you, George Brundle. Aha. Uh
1: huh. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. I have a I have a monster uh, ultra watermelon. It tastes terrible. And I've been playing Far Cry Six, and I'm ready to record a podcast with you okay what have you been playing this week what has been going on in the world of video games what's happening what are we talking about today
0: uh i've been playing a lot of things what do you want to talk about first do you want to talk about a game that you have also played uh no (laughs) okay i wouldn't
1: want to do that um are you talking about metroid dread because i got a whole bunch of metroid planned for the end of this episode so maybe we save metroid dread for last hmm okay there there might be some metroids uh lounging around in the retro corner so it would make a better transition to talk about dread later
0: okay well spoilers uh okay then i've been playing the new game from sweary uh he you would know from the deadly premonition and d4 dark dreams don't die
1: all right sweet d4 dark dreams don't die part two tell me about it
0: unfortunately no um This is The Good Life. It is a a sweary game, and you can tell that it's a sweary game, uh, though it is very different from his previous ones. Yeah. Uh, It is a game about this lady. I already forgot her name. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, She's a reporter or a photographer, I guess. I guess both. Uh, She's sent to uncover the dark secrets of this town, Rainy Woods. Uh, And then you go and you find that uh, the secret is everybody on a, I think, new moon turns into cats and dogs. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and you also get the ability to do so. Except you can do it whenever you want. I don't don't really know what the deal is with that. Uh, However, that is pretty much completely irrelevant to the actual plot of the game, which is that someone gets ritually murdered. Oh. You, you would never guess <clears throat> that in a rainy, foggy forest, uh, you discover a dead body uh, in a river looking very, um, where the wild roses grow-esque, I suppose.
1: I mean, is it a cute, like, a dog no. dead body? Cute cat dead body? No, it's that a, like it's It lady. has, like, big X's for eyes, so you know that it's dead?
0: No, there's a, a big sword stabbed right through her chest.
1: Oh, well, how did that get there?
0: Uh, somebody put it there, I guess anyway, so now you have to find this killer uh and it's like, well, up until this point, you've only been doing some very tedious fetch quests. So here are some more. <laughs> uh, there is technically combat in this, although I would hesitate to really even call it that I is... mean, combat in
1: a sweary game. I would prefer it if there was just not.
0: I agree. Uh, this is worse than deadly premonitions combat because at least there you can sort of aim. Here it's just you get up close to something and press X to sort of do an attack.
1: What a bar to fly under!
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Jesus. There doesn't seem to much of it. The only time I've had to fight anything was when a rogue badger appeared on the road,
1: <laughs> just uh, like real life. Uh-huh. It's completely true to where you live.
0: Yeah, and I had to uh, bite it a bunch as a dog, uh, because dog's better at that than the cat. And the cat can, like, pounce on rats. It can get you, like, small animal hides that you can turn into rubber. Knock stuff
1: off the shelves.
0: Yeah. It, it can also climb walls in a very odd, uh, janky animation. Um, this,
1: this is maybe, this is kind of getting away from the point a little bit, Uh But the cat thing reminded me, I was on Reddit recently and I'm like subscribed to some weird subreddits. Uh, And one of them is just like an identification Reddit for plants. And Mm -hmm. this dude just has this plant sitting on the top of his toilet. It's just like, hey, I picked this up. Uh, The person didn't know what it was. Can anyone identify this? A lot of answers that it's just like one of the deadliest, most toxic plants in existence. Very cool. It's like very psychoactive. If you eat one of the seeds, you can develop psychosis or just like straight up die. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I should probably put it up somewhere high so my cats don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't think this guy's familiar with cats. No. <laughs> so congratulations to this Reddit user and his many dead cats. Christ. Anyway, uh,
0: the good life is there are things about it that are interesting, um the tone of it is all over the place. Like your main lady's catchphrase is goddamn hellhole. Uh
1: well, that's pretty good. I mean that's really close to uh oh what is it? Shit goddamn baby hell no. Well what is it from <laughs> Yeah, Twin I think Peace? so. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Um Hell God baby damn no. That that's was a, it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But um it's just it's the game is boring like even that the plot is here it's like soon after that you're given basically three threads that you can follow hmm. the funny thing about this is it doesn't know what you've done from the other ones so there will be characters who you've met before who will act like they're meeting you for the first time oh good um and there's one quest the one where i just tapped out was where it was like uh, this guy is going to go up to this mansion. You need to stop him. He is afraid of gnomes. And so you need to pick up gnomes and place them on this driveway in his way before time runs out.
1: <laughs> just, I'm sorry, just imagine you trapping this guy in his home with like garden gnomes.
0: <laughs> it's basically what you do. You just um, buy a bunch
1: of baby dolls and put them like outside of my apartment and I'll never leave.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the thing with that is you can only pick up things while you're in human form and you move very slowly when moving them. And I could not find a third gnome anywhere nearby and uh, ran out of time. And so it's like, well, I do not want to play any more of this game. The good. So
1: uh, so you're having a good time with
0: it. Yeah. It's right in the title. The good, (laughs) the good time stars, Robert Pattinson or uh, Pattinson as you call him, I think.
1: Yeah, Robert Paddington
0: um, Yeah, it's a little bear
1: I have uh, two questions and a prediction for this game The prediction you might have already mentioned And I just uh, totally forgot Or I will never like five know minutes. My, Well, my prediction is you got this off Game Pass
0: uh, Yes, but I also backed the Kickstarter Which turned oh. out to have been a waste of money And also uh, brain power
1: we all, we all make financial mistakes Larry.
0: Hey, at least I only backed it for just the game itself so I'm not out that much. Uh, there are uh, some people we know who backed like, the big physical editions of it. Oh, no. Yeah. How, for how much? Ooh, I don't know if I should say. You, but no, I'm going you to should say definitely say. Eight, you should tell me. I'm going to say seven to eight times what I paid, which was uh, 20. Oh, no. Who would do that? A, a certain someone with an animated Elmo avatar.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> the, the fool. The oh, absolute no. fool.
0: Sorry, Brandon. I had to had to do you this way. But...
1: Christ. Just bury him. He's already dead. <laughs> this part
0: is he also like didn't get his key even until oh, later. Like had to contact them because of an error with backer kit or something. The
1: poor guy's already got terminal Van Dam disease and then he does this. <laughs> Jesus. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, sure. That just makes you a cool dude. Yeah. Um, my my two questions for you: one, is there a character named Force Kaysen, Since that seems to be a recurring thing in. No, well. uh,
0: not okay. that I have seen, uh,
1: but there probably is somewhere. It might show up later. Uh, my other question is: can you purchase DLC through this game, but like only through a subscription pass that is vastly overpriced? No. Okay. Well, you said cats and dogs, and it's like a little town and everything, and so that sounded familiar to me. Sounded like this other thing that I'm thinking of.
0: I don't. Okay. Animal I don't crossing. know you're talking. About. Animal oh. Crossing. You don't. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of The Sims, but then I was thinking, well, those aren't subscription things. Those are just no, expansion no, packs. No.
1: I was because uh, I kind of forgot that this happened in the interim between recordings, but the the switch uh, interim. <laughs> Robert Paddington. Uh yeah. this that this occurred between recordings that the expansion pass pricing came out.
0: Oh boy.
1: I thought we should talk about that for just a second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. We're already joker-fight enough. We've got the Larry, joker suit on.
1: Larry Davis, how much yeah. money would you pay to play Nintendo 64 games? Two dollars. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> How much money would you... Okay, two bucks. How much money would you pay to play Nintendo 64 games and also Sega Genesis games that are also widely available elsewhere on the internet and in retail stores?
0: One dollar. Shit. The the addition of Genesis lowers the value preposition
1: for me. Would you be willing to pay 30 uh, Dollars, no, well,
0: <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, what?
1: No, <laughs> well, that's because you don't got Nintendo no brain. Uh, the, the Switch Online expansion was something that they announced, uh, in one of the previous directs, it was going to include Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games. Uh, apparently, now we'll also include DLC for that last like Animal Crossing thing, although you could buy that piecemeal anyway and it's like i think 25 dollars so if you just really wanted that i don't know why you would buy the expansion pass but
0: well okay yeah that that's a weird thing because then if you have no interest in that like me yeah uh, but you just want to play some until 64 games that means you're just wasting a bunch of money yeah
1: tough luck shit yeah <laughs> here's this animal crossing dlc you don't own the game but you know now you have it um yeah, so this altogether, like, this bundled with the regular subscription fee of the Nintendo Switch Online package is going to cost $50, which is absolutely ridiculous. It uh-huh. shouldn't need to be explained why it's ridiculous. Uh, but as is tradition on this show, anytime Nintendo makes a big, dumb announcement that anyone with a normal brain recognizes as being bullshit you and I start digging into, like, what the Nintendo freaks have to say about it, and I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Uh, Probably a lot of self-hate and stuff I should work out with my therapist.
0: Yeah, we've already established that a lot from, for example, uh, you insisting that we play through Simon's Quest without a guide,
1: which is a terrible idea. I still want to do that. That would be... And they should put that game up on uh, the NES like games list on the Switch, and then we should play it that way. No. That would be fun. I think that would be a good time. <laughs> 30 fucking dollars! <laughs> what the hell? And they're all going to be just, like, emulated N64 games. It's probably going to be the same ones that were on the virtual console. Yeah, Which means, like a helping of those will not run as good as you would want them to. I saying that's weird because it's a Nintendo 64 games, it's not going to run good to begin with. Um, The N64 controller that they've been selling is also sold out, uh, which I would have to assume is scalpers, uh, because I can't imagine anyone would look at that thing and go, yeah, I really want to actually have this play Nintendo 64 games.
0: The thing is, a lot of Nintendo fans are too young to have actually used one. Oh, God. Um, And so they're just like, oh, the Nintendo 64 controller, I want that.
1: I haven't been able to get at these games, and I'm too dumb and lazy to figure out emulation. Yes, please. I mean,
0: actually the thing is, like, I would want one of those to play in 64 games, because trying to map their controls onto a regular controller can sometimes be uh not good. I think it depends, just, on, does the right. it yeah, depends on the but game. It the
1: that uses the uh, C buttons a lot, specifically. Sure. I've been playing Mario 64, and the C buttons are the bane of my existence, because I forgot just how lousy the camera is in that game. Oh, yeah. Also, like, my copy, I got to the part with, like, the water wall, and Wario came out, and he said and that he's going to be my new all... dad now, and so I shut it off, and I haven't been playing it anymore.
0: Is your water wall. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wario showed up in my copy of Mario 64 and warned me that, like, 20 years from now, I'd be paying 30 bucks to play Nintendo 64 games. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs>
0: Most grim portent of all time.
1: (laughs) I still think it's funny, too. Like, the the Genesis games that they have up there, like, it's a pretty decent list of Genesis games. Uh, Yeah, it's fine. I think, like, most of those, though, were just in the Genesis Mini anyway. Probably. And you could just buy that thing and then own them forever. Or do a couple Google searches and just download them all for free. (laughs) Which, at this point, I don't know why anyone would want to pay for this crap. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess like, I mean, you
0: underestimate how little work some people want to put into things. Like I, I've mentioned, I have no idea why people would want to hack the mini consoles. Cause the entire sure. point of that is that novelty, but then there yeah. are people like, well, that's easier to do than setting up a raspberry Pi. And one, no, it's really not. No. Um, but that's just.
1: I, every time I talk about setting my Raspberry Pi up, I probably make it sound more complicated than it actually was because, and you need to keep in mind, I'm an idiot. And so if even I could figure out how to do it, I guarantee anybody out there with like a little bit of patience can put together a Raspberry Pi.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very easy, especially considering you can also just buy kits that have the stuff like already put on the memory card and
1: stuff. At that point, you just need to figure out where to get the games, and legally, uh, our lawyers after the last episode told us that we can't continue to endorse piracy the way that we have been. I endorse it. Uh, Go pirate Metroid Dread now! (laughs) If you do like just a, a... teeny tiny google search you will be able to figure out where to get the games they're not that hard to find i'm not going to direct people exactly where to go but like if you do a very general search and a reddit thread happens to pop up first that tells you where to get the games that's probably the one that you want to click maybe could be i cannot confirm or deny but maybe you should check that link out it seems real cool Yeah, like this stuff isn't that difficult. Like I I get what you're saying that people don't want to put any effort into anything. But like for Nintendo, like Super Nintendo NES Genesis games, there's no effort involved in that whatsoever. I'd say there's probably more effort putting my credit card into the Nintendo Switch eShop than there is just getting one of those emulators up. Maybe. Like N64 stuff like fine. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. If you want to play some Sonic 2, that's not hard to do. Well, nobody wants to do that. (laughs) That's still weird to me. Don't be stupid. It's still weird to me, too. Sonic 2, Mean Beam Machines, all that thing. Not Sonic 1. I get not putting Sonic 3 on there. They still got their weird thing with that, but just Sonic 2, huh? Yeah. Not even going to put Sonic Spinball, the best Sonic game. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's maybe the best soundtrack, I would say.
1: It does have a pretty good soundtrack. It's really grungy. Yeah, it's one of those few games that, like, the composer understood the Genesis sound hardware,
0: mm-hmm.
1: leaned into it. I think it doesn't have like all the Streets of, Streets of Rage on there either. I think it's just like only. I think
0: it's just two, yeah, two or three, maybe. I'm pretty sure the first one is not on there.
1: I, mean, I guess I get it. Like two is the one that you would really want to have. But no, three is the best one. As we one's established. the best one. Oh fuck off!
0: As we established. <laughs>
1: No, we eat shit Anyway, I just I wanted to talk about that for a second uh, Because Nintendo just keeps Delivering with these things, man I I think Like, I want to say we talked about Like how they didn't have a price and we were kind of like I wonder if it's a thing where they just want to gauge the reaction And then see what they can get away with charging It doesn't seem like that's the case Because they sure didn't give a damn About making it $30 Uh So I don't know what the delay on that was
0: Okay, well, anyway, about the Good Life. Oh, uh, I thought you were uh, done
1: with the Good Life.
0: No, you just started talking about (laughs) Animal Crossing. Because you you said, like, here are some questions I have about it. One, did you get on Game Pass? Two, does it have a subscription? Something. And then you launched into Animal Crossing.
1: Eight minutes ago. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well. That's why you say I thought you were done when you you <laughs> pretended <laughs> to have a question about the game and then just I had launched a que- into a separate, no, I had, little, a, I, had a valid, I had a valid no, question didn't.
1: about the presence of a forest case in which you were <laughs> neither able to confirm or deny.
0: That's true. I will tell you there is a guy who rides a motorcycle and he has a lobster on his jacket and he yells lobster at you a lot before he speeds away.
1: Lobster guy was always cool.
0: He's always been cool. (laughs) Uh, there also the main premise of the game is that the lady is like 30 million pounds in debt. Uh, which seems unreasonable. And so she's trying to pay that off. Uh, and there is like this huge guy in a suit. He kind of looks like Lunko from, uh, the ring game.
1: Oh, I love Lunko. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: I could not salvage that save by the way.
0: Yeah, I figured probably not. Um, Uh, But he's just like really wide He kind of looks like Brendan Fraser now Or something Oh
1: hell yeah Uh, I love love a good Brendan Fraser Big Brendan Fraser Except
0: it's like it's the top half of Like current Brendan Fraser And then Mm. the bottom is He's very triangle shaped Anyway that guy's cool Hmm but the main thing I would think I wanted to say about The Good Life is that even though if you look at the elements of it, you would think, oh, this is sort of like a Stardew Valley or an Animal yeah. Crossing type game. Not really. As far as I can tell, there's there's a very basic gardening part. You have a garden outside your house that you can plant seeds in, but you don't have to water them or anything. They just grow automatically. Uh, you can pick them up later. Um, it's just like predetermined plots. It's kind of like the gardening in Nier, actually. Um, except in there, you have to water them, hmm. and um, I don't know that there's any way to upgrade the house. You would think there is because it's really crappy, uh, but it might not be. Uh, the first time I ran up there, I saw the fence was floating off the ground, uh, <laughs> so I was like, "Yep, this is a sweary game." Oh no, uh,
1: that's spooky! Your fence is like that—that's
0: that's a place you go to a lot. That is the first place it directs you to go, and the fence is not in contact with the ground. Like, you're coming up a hill, too, so it's very obvious because you can see the whole ground underneath it. Anyway, the good life.
1: Be fair, Larry. They ran out of time to make the game. They had to put it out.
0: I mean, I guess so. Oh, uh, also, the lady who got killed, uh, I was glad she got killed because her facial animations are glitched. At least this was in the Xbox version. uh, Where... I think it's whatever they're using for the animation. They're basically like pasting the face on top of the character model or something like that. Uh, and mm. hers did not work properly. And so it was vibrating at a high frequency like every time <laughs> she was on screen.
1: Oh, uh, that sounds great to me. I want her to stick around. No.
0: Everyone else is like, seems like it works fine. It's just for whatever reason hers uh, jittering all over the place.
1: There should be one character that has their face animation set to like a thousand percent, like those Resident <laughs> Evil Two videos, just yeah. one just one dude that you talk to in the game,
0: yeah, just Commander Shepard with his eyes bugged out.
1: Oh, yes, please, <laughs> that'll get me on game pass. I'd buy that for a dollar,
0: okay, well, speaking of game pass, you know what else is out, and on game pass
1: uh, nope, back for blood, all oh, right. I saw back for blood in an actual retail store. What? Yes. In a big box. It was packaged with something. I can't remember what, probably like a coaster. Uh, okay. But, but yeah, it was in Walmart when I was looking for Metroid Dread. They just no, had copies no of blood. Just lots of back for blood. No, no, no back for blood. Yes. <laughs> they, they had like two rows of the shelf taken up by, by, by back for blood. Uh.
0: Well, I will say that uh, it's probably not worth using two shelves for Back 4 Blood. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because it's on Game Pass, but uh, I already talked about that a lot when it was in beta. And nothing has really changed from beta, except for some reason the main game is way harder than it was. Uh, in the beta, Like I was playing on the veteran difficulty, and it seemed about right. Um, now, it's like I have not completed one level on that difficulty
1: That sounds fun.
0: Yeah, I think what they're doing is they're balancing it around you unlocking more cards uh, on the lower difficulties first before going to it. Which I don't know that I really want to do that.
1: That's what I think it was inside the big box. I think they give you like a deck of cards. You. Yeah, it's like your uh, basically your pre-order, your day one edition. Yeah. Yeah. Here,
0: get get your meth head card. (laughs) Which, that's one of the cards in the game
1: I don't know, now I'm kind of coming around On the day one edition That sounds all right.
0: Well, okay There's a lot about it that is just straight up left for dead There's a part where you're uh, in a bar And you have to activate a jukebox And you have to keep the jukebox running While the zombies are attacking you You know,
1: it's very left for dead
0: I mean, that's straight out of two Um, Except in this It plays uh, Miserloo Uh, known from uh, the Pulp Fiction soundtrack at one point and that was pretty good Mm. I don't know it's left for dead but but not as good as the thing
1: I was gonna say there's still no
0: campaign verses in it so I don't really care overall like I'm gonna play through it a couple times and then that'll be it
1: yeah I was gonna say like if not much has changed about it we already kind of Covered it like the the takeaway yeah. that I got From it was oh I could You know fuck around in this for free right now And then I got your feedback on it And was like I would rather not
0: I mean I because would say I just want to
1: take the time to install it at that point It didn't sound like it was very good So it's disappointing to hear that it's maybe Still mostly in the same place Now that it's actually out
0: I mean it was only like a month ago They weren't going to radically change anything about God, it
1: It's only been that long ago
0: Yeah, It um, Feels like
1: a lot longer to me
0: No uh, I mean, I would say it's still worth like getting a month of Game Pass or something to play it if you wanted.
1: Um, uh, uh, because, well, like, we've, we've been over my computer back issues. <laughs> yeah, so why, th- issues, then why so. are
0: you talking about like, oh, I thought maybe I would get because it.
1: Because it's at Walmart. It comes with a deck of cards. <laughs> One of the cards has a meth head on it, or so I've been told. That's true. It's uh, a screaming <laughs> meth head. I, I'm going to maybe put on my jacket and run out of here. Uh, <laughs> pick this up before retro corner um no i did have a moment where i saw it there and was just like oh right back for blood that sounds like it could be fun and then i remembered everything you said about it was like i'm not paying money for this yeah i have been to walmart so many times in the last like few weeks just not a few weeks like last couple weeks looking for metroid dread and every time i go in there i look at all the games on the shelf and i think i drove all the way out here i really should get something
0: mm. Not do that <laughs> That's a dangerous way of thinking.
1: I keep seeing Balan Wonderworld over there and going <laughs> oh like, no. "Oh, it's uh, it's 20 bucks. And it hasn't hit five yet. By the way, update on that, it has hit $18 today Ooh. on Amazon. So Black Friday. Yeah. Get at me. Get give Yuji G- mm-hmm. give, give Naka my money, like nine months after it fucking matters Yuji
0: <laughs> will get like a notification somebody bought it like Al Gore when somebody bought his book in the Simpsons I'm he crawls pretty out of like one of those spider
1: out. he crawls out of like one of those spider holes like Saddam Hussein <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where they've just been keeping him now
0: it's a diagram of this is where Yuji Naka is <laughs>
1: Uh, just putting that side by side with like the uh cave network that used to be Sonic team, and it's like, oh wow, that it really has just kind of fallen mm-hmm. here. Um
0: Sega Compound. They recreated <laughs> it in Cruelty Squad, you know.
1: <laughs> That's true. Uh Game of the Year Cruelty Squad. Uh possibly. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Yeah, wow, probably so... not
1: actually, but it's up there. Yeah. What else you been playing, Larry? Uh,
0: okay, Good Life, Back for Blood. I think that's it for the new stuff, except for... Mm-hmm. Metroid Dread.
1: I've been playing way too many games. I had to actually pull back on the amount of games that I was playing.
0: That's not true.
1: I've had some stuff going on and I won't get into any of it, but uh, it has made playing games difficult because I've been kind of distracted. So I've kind of like slowed down on Far Cry 6. I'm probably going to get back to that next week. Um, I got to I talk about Far Cry 6 here a little bit more for a second, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, too much shit in that fucking video game.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. Like... Oh, Sorry to go back to it, but with the good life, I had a real Far cry six moment where I was like thinking about how long it takes to get from, for example, uh, the main town to this shrine that it wants you to go to at one point, and then I opened the world map and I zoomed out and then I oh kept zooming God. out and then I kept zooming out <laughs> and then scrolling the map around and was like, "Oh, no." <laughs> There's a lot of area in that game And that like combined with the gnome thing Made me think like, nope, no thanks More
1: equals better than
0: It's wild to me that apparently this has like Mountain regions and everything And it's like, why was Swery trying to make like A Skyrim? <laughs> like it looks comparable to like the Far Cry 6 map Anyway
1: Jesus, um Yeah, I've been kind of just having that sort of experience perpetuated over and over again with Far Cry 6. Like, every time I think like, oh, I've just finished like 10 missions in this game. I must have made so much progress. Then I have to look at the map for like any reason at all. And I remind myself just how much shit there is. Yeah. It just feels so minuscule. Like, I I feel progress and that has just been like coming in by the centimeters. Like, I just haven't really been getting anywhere. Um,
0: I mean, the weird thing is, like, I feel like if you just did the actual like main missions, I have been. Oh, okay. Well, because I think like I'm like rank six, and I think there are only
1: eight. There's like fifteen of them in that first. uh... Well, I say first, you can go to any one of the three like kind of sectors first. I've mostly been sticking to just that center one. There's about fifteen missions in there. I think I've mostly gotten through all of them. Uh, I've been trying to knock out side stuff as I just happen across it in the world. And if I can't knock it out, I don't try to keep coming back to it, beating my head against a wall. Yeah. Um. Some of the treasures have been like really obtuse as far as trying to figure out how to get to them. Others have been like ridiculously easy. Um, Follow the, the pelican around. The one thing that I can't figure out is where to find different like anti-air encampments because that's how you get depleted uranium I've yeah. only found one naturally oh. in the world. And so I've not been able to buy any more stuff that requires depleted uranium. Like I'm short of uh, 50 of those. You get like 50 per uh, anti-air encampment. So if
0: you, if you talk to the guys in the camps, they will usually direct you to those first. It seems like I have been, and they've mostly just been like, here's a race, Danny. Oh weird. I don't get anything for races because I found those like through posters.
1: Hey um, Danny, some of our guys have been kidnapped. Go over here. Like I haven't really been getting much for the anti air stuff. So uh, it's, it's like
0: it seemed to me like it would prioritize the anti air stuff and then like the uh capture or like ambush things next. I I,
1: I think it's random or it's proximity based or something. That, I'm not that sure. That also could be
0: it. Like it if you've already cleared out the ones
1: nearby. Yeah. I don't know. And so it may just be going to whatever is nearest there or something like that. Um, I've had the game glitch out in some fun and not so fun ways. A not so fun one is most of the time that like so you can run across uh, members of the army who can be bribed and they will give you information about things like anti (laughs) and captains
0: guess what i've never encountered one of those because i shoot them all on site and i don't know there's any indication
1: (laughs) they they have an icon that appears over their head
0: oh okay and i've just never seen one
1: the icon is very tiny (laughs) so i would not blame you if you just you saw them and it it just somehow like glazed over in your vision and you didn't realize there was an icon there possible. But I've had it where every time I've seen them, which has only been like maybe about three times, they aren't that common too. Um, They just immediately aggro, even though my gun isn't out, they just want to do a murder on me. So I've never been able to actually bribe any of them Um, outside of like the one that the game gives you as part of a story mission to actually do that. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, on the other hand, The other thing that I like about this is wild, violent horses in the environment. I'm not sure if this is like part of the design, (laughs) the wild animal design, but I keep entering areas where there are multiple horses causing complete fucking havoc, just like running and darting around all over the place and like smacking into like fences and stuff. And when they hit a fence, like the fence sparks and everything, like you just hit it with a car. (laughs) So it's just like. The horses have the sort of force of Master Shake throwing an item to the ground.
0: (laughs) This sounds very good. I've not encountered this.
1: It's great. The horses are completely mad in this game. They're the best. Um, I sent you a video on uh, PSN I know you probably haven't been on But there was a nope. good bit of me uh, plowing my car Into a dude on a horse And the horse clipped into the car It got stuck to the car It was just <laughs> like rag, just a horse ragdolling All over the place
0: I do enjoy uh, Vehicular based like Horse murder
1: <laughs> it's, There's stuff to like about this game uh, Most oh, of the yeah. glitches that I've run into Have been funny uh, the last one that made me furious, though, was uh, there's a mission where you go with uh Bicho. Uh He's like th- this radio guy. He wants to kind of start like a revolutionary radio network. Uh, but some stuff gorilla goes bad. Radio. Yeah. Some stuff goes bad as gorilla radio thing doesn't take up off the ground. And so you get decide to go drink and uh, run amok with him. Uh, but there is a, a part where you need to go rescue him from a bull and then fall him back into town. And the AI scripting just went bonkers. So he just like ran directly into a wall and kept running into the wall. And I had to restart the entire mission.
0: I, I got really annoyed last time I played because I uh, went to a compound and cleared everybody out there. And I was trying to find like a, I think it was a cache in there. And I could not figure out how to get inside the main building. Usually there will be a key like in a building nearby or something, but I couldn't find yeah. it. And eventually I just, like, gave up and left. And then I went back to the main camp, it was like, here's a mission to go to this uh, facility. <laughs> and so I'm guessing that's where you do it. And you shouldn't do that. Like, no. if if you're going to mark something like that on the map, you should be able to get to it at any point. Yeah. And then that made me think, well, then I guess I'm going to just stop clearing this stuff out, because I wanted to get all the weapons I could, specifically. Yeah. Get all those FND caches. Um.
1: I've also uh, found oh. that, like... Just put armor piercing ammo on everything because even the yeah. soft the soft targets, if you just hit them in the head once with an armor piercing round, it's going to kill them. Yeah. So, just don't fuck around with anything else. Um, I found some decent guns, uh, but there was a stretch where I just wasn't finding any like side stuff that would give me either the resources I needed to get the parts that I wanted to make my guns better or that really just gave me any weapons that were better than what I had to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does seem like if you put just a little bit of time upgrading like the starting weapons, they're pretty good. Like I found they a lot are, of weapons right. that I've picked up where it's like, this isn't as good as some of the stuff that I've been running around with for the last like three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the also,
0: I, there are um, armor pieces you can buy uh, that yeah. will let you find more crafting materials, and I've just been using those.
1: Mm. Okay, I need to pick some of those up Because I don't think I have those It's
0: like scavenger sets or something They're pretty cheap, yeah. like 200
1: I am still mostly having a good time with the game It's just that there's a lot of it There's so much of that That I yeah. genuinely worry about not being able to finish it Just getting completely burnt out on it It does seem like you really can't just sit down And gun through the story missions You do need to interact with some side stuff Just to get better equipment like, the difficulty ramps up uh, in a pretty healthy way in those story missions. So you do need to be upgrading equipment and finding new items and, and
0: whatnot. I mean, I, I found know. the single best thing to do was uh, use the uranium to buy the health syringe upgrade for your backpack thing.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I I ain't finding no damn uranium, unfortunately.
0: But if you I did, you just... would just use it to get the... Uh...
1: Well, the, I get the, 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 the disc shooter
0: yeah the fireworks launcher yeah. would be good too but also you need the oh banana skin yes. for the disc launcher yeah
1: there's i need to just look up a map that points out like where the anti-air encampments are and just mm. like gun for those specifically uh, yeah no, not... like,
0: like i've destroyed probably 10 of those mm. like they're kind of all over the place
1: I'm at the point in the story, so I'm not entirely sure what the exact mission structure of this whole thing looks like. I believe that if I have not actually finished all of the story missions for that central area, I've gotten through most of them. But it progressed to the point where it's like, okay, you can go into Esperanza now and actually try to kill Giancarlo Espedito. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> so it's like a Breath of the Wild
1: yes and no it's very much a story mission where you go there and you of course are not able to actually accomplish that oh. mission but i wonder if it's that like each time you get so far in an area you make another attempt back in esperanza and then you don't actually get to kill him until you've cleared all the story missions and go back for the final time or something.
0: i will say i'm disappointed that the city area is so small like it's yeah, a very it's very small part of the map uh, like from the pre-release stuff i kind of figured that there would be a much bigger urban element to this, which was interesting to me because that would be a yeah. nice change for Far Cry. But it uh, not really.
1: No, it's still mostly just jungle. Yeah, that's uh, all which is Far all right, Cry really is. Yeah, it's fine. I I still think that I'm finding like this location be more engaging than you know the, the one in Far Cry Four, which was just way oh. too damn close to three. Yeah. So. But, again, how much of that is, well, I've put so many years between playing those games.
0: Also, something cool about Far Cry 6 is uh, I hijacked a military attack helicopter and uh, brought it back to the base and like you know put it on the helipad so I can summon it wherever I want now.
1: Oh, I didn't realize I could do um, that.
0: And the the game does not like if you try to bring that on missions where it would break it. <laughs> because you get close and then it's just like, your helicopter is exploding, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay Like I flew it over to where there was An ambush even Just like a regular like small ambush thing on the map And it just like suddenly was like Dead Okay Not sure what I'm really supposed to use this for
1: I've not been able to find any more of the Amigos either I'm still just rolling around with the crocodile Like it it tells you their locations in that menu But like I don't actually I can't associate those locations with any particular part of the map
0: the the wiener dog is um part of a story thing on sort of okay. the western side. Uh but it's like mm. it's not marked on the map. You just sort of get near this area and then it triggers a cutscene with the guy. And then you okay. follow his stuff around and you'll get him.
1: I've now gone over to the eastern part of the island. uh, And I think I'm not going to like devote myself entirely to doing stuff on like one part. I'm going to start bouncing between because I think that's the way the game wants you to do it. It seems
0: like it. Like based on these sort of rank recommendations on the areas, like they sort of start at, you know, two or three on the outside and then they just sort of converge near the north, near Esperanza.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, maybe part of me not being able to find stuff is that middle portion just maybe doesn't have as much in it i don't know so i i'm gonna start exploring the map more but i'll do that later because i want to play some other stuff and clear my plate uh i won't get too much into it i started playing the sega saturn version of resident evil hey guess what it's resident oh, evil god all right it's, it's the same playstation one resident evil um although I forgot like how little ammo they give you in that original game. Like you actually do really have to conserve your rounds. Whereas like the remake and everything else, it just feels like you get plenty. Yeah. So that's been, uh, I'm out of ammo in that game is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Congratulations.
1: <laughs> I need to go fight the snake. and I'm out of ammo. Um, I started playing Mario 64 like I said but I think I'm going to just come back to that at the end of the year because I kind of don't want that to be tainted by just being stressed out about other stuff uh, which finally brings us to Bubble Bubble 3 for the Sega Saturn um, No, I haven't played Metroid Dread
0: Metroid Maybe you've it's, heard been, of it. uh, however, it's been 300 years since <laughs> the previous Metroid game
1: The last Metroid is in captivity
0: Yes, the very oh. last Metroid. The Metroids are thought to be extinct. Yeah,
1: they, they might be.
0: The Xs are thought to be extinct.
1: Uh, but, <laughs> well, there's this convincing video that I was shown uh, on the internet that says that the Xs are not extinct, so I should oh. go to this planet and check it out. Yeah, just
0: hop on down there and get attacked by a Birdman.
1: Oh, big bird daddy. Choke me. Uh, yeah, Metroid Dread Gross. is... <laughs> Metroid and trend is like the umpteenth of t- attempt that this company has made to try to put out the same goddamn video game. Like, didn't this start development on the DS or something?
0: Yes. It was originally a DS game.
1: Well, I'm glad they finally done did it. It's out. You can play it, uh, according to some people, including friend of the show, Danny. Uh, it is the best Metroid ever made, and one of the best no. games of the decade, which I disagree with.
0: No, it's very good. I like it a lot. It is. Yes. But no, it's not the best Metroid.
1: No. And we'll we'll talk about the other Metroids here in a little bit, and I'll tell you what Metroid I think is the best Metroid. And I have a zero suspicion.
0: Well, shut up! Don't ruin it. <laughs> Anybody with any sense knows it's zero shut mission. Shut
1: the fuck up.
0: <laughs> shut up. It's not a controversial opinion. Well, I guess some people would say super, but...
1: You're my own goddamn (laughs) ex-parasite. That's right.
0: You have my DNA in you.
1: Piece of shit. Oh, how'd that get in there?
0: Well, while you were asleep, you know, I just sort of juiced you up. I told you it was the COVID vaccine. this episode
1: of the podcast. (laughs) No, I don't want the vaccine. (laughs) Too
0: bad, you got it. You don't know what's in in there. Oh, I know.
1: Oh, God, I'm just going to take this like Ridley tranquilizer. That'll do the trick. Um, Yeah, I think it's a fine game uh, that has maybe my enjoyment has been hindered both again by external stress, but also the fact that. Why are you acting like this is secret? You had car problems it's more than car problems i've had like a lot of stuff going on i've had health no. stuff going on i won't get into all of it but the car right, problems no. is like the, the main the main thing yeah. you, know what's, you know what's cool car problems you sit there for an hour on an hour long job and then they come and they're like yeah we put the order together wrong it's going to cost you a hundred dollars more and it's going to take two hours longer yeah that's cool no it's not <laughs> it's very just, cool because I just sit there looking at my Switch trying to play the game and all I can think about is the money I'm going to have to play. Then I just keep fucking dying to Craig's dumb ass. Which, by the way, how's he still alive? What the fuck, Craig? Craig! Craig! Craig. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's weird because he's, like, he's just there chilling out in that lava in his collar and you know handcuffs.
1: He was a skeleton uh, the last time I saw him.
0: Yeah anyway he's in there and uh, you shoot him and then he falls into lava and i guess that kills him even though he was just hanging out in there yeah i don't know
1: i i have suspect that he'll be back later in that game all like skeletonized again or something like that okay have you have you actually beaten it by this point no, or no i'm very close to the end okay well then i guess maybe not if that's your reaction to that but um <laughs> No, say I've I mean, I've been there's, in...
0: there's still a little bit of time maybe he'll show up but I doubt it.
1: Yeah, I've I've been a little distracted by stuff like that and so it's kind of made it hard to just sit down and and focus on a game and enjoy it. Um but also I I think I mentioned on the podcast way back how uh Smash for the Switch on my TV uh certain levels would just go completely black and I would have to reset the uh reset the HDMI cable. Apparently Metroid dread likes to do that too. Uh, specifically, cool. anytime you go into menus, the screen just cuts to black. Uh, so I had to just unplug everything, move a bunch of wires around from the Hisense I have in the bedroom and move it all out into the living room on that like TCL. And now it works totally fine. Uh, it's just an issue with Hisense TVs, apparently. Weird. So, point is, I think I'm just going to like restart the game and like actually just sit down and dedicate my time and focus to it i did that as well
0: actually after i played like two or three hours in the emulator to sort of see how it works uh, i just ended up starting over on the actual switch yeah uh basically just to play it on the tv um, yeah that was also when i was like oh i paid like zero attention to any of the intro of this game because i was mostly just sort of looking at the frame counters and messing with options and stuff yeah so like the whole thing about um adam like i never even noticed like oh yeah his name's adam okay sure oh god Uh, that
1: piece of shit is back
0: of course also i don't care about metroid lore at all like none of it is interesting in any way i do not care like who sam is i don't care where she got her powers chozo dna metroid dna x dna doesn't matter i don't care but like what
1: there's not that that much of it is the thing like i I, but i'm saying
0: anytime there's like story stuff happening it's just like whatever i'm gonna i haven't
1: out. played other m's i don't know everything that it introduces in that i know it was a very plot heavy game but like the actual plot not of really. metroid the entire series that you need to care about is summarized in like three or four minutes at the start of this game there's not that much to go over yeah um mostly because Black, there's not that much empire games.
0: has declared war on the rebellion. Yeah.
1: yeah. Ah, uh, you know, there were some Metroids once, and they got uh, passed away, and then there was some Xs, and they got passed away too, and, eh, mm-hmm. you know, space pirates in the Federation, whatever. Samus I, is I, in a dumb suit now.
0: I still think it's funny, though, like, the one piece of lore I knew that you didn't was you had no idea Ridley was a space pirate. You're like, I thought he was just a weird
1: dinosaur man. <laughs> I thought, I mean, nothing about him seems sentient, he just no. kind of shows up and just like growling and slobbering all over the place. Yeah, None I of know. That reads as space pirate to me. It's bizarre. I wonder if Ridley shows up in this because, again, like, Craig, I does, have not encountered Ridley, so that is more surprising because, like, Ridley is more firmly established as like this dude's like Jesus Christ, he's coming back all the time. <laughs> <Yeah, I> no. <know. laughs> Whereas Kraid is like, okay, I turned him into Bones the last time that I fought him. I wouldn't think that he would show up again. I
0: but... mean, I would assume the final boss will be the Birdman that slaps yeah. the crap out of you at the beginning. But may- maybe he fuses with Ridley or something. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe he was under Ridley's employ the entire time. I got no idea. but Maybe
0: it is Ridley in disguise.
1: Oh, no, no. Hmm. Now, a Crate, I think maybe you can just explain as, like, it's the Crate species and not the same Crate every time. No,
0: I... it's definitely the same Crate.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make as much sense to me, but okay.
0: It doesn't, but I feel like it must be.
1: I guess. Um, <laughs> there's always a Crate. Uh-huh. Just, it's just like Bioshock. There's always a lighthouse yep. and there's always a Crate. Yep, always um, a Ridley,
0: always a Crate.
1: yeah. So anyway, I, I'm probably going to restart this game because I'm only as far as that first grade fight, which is really not actually that long. Like I've been playing the game longer because no. I've had to fuck around with other stuff. And so I think like I would maybe have more of my bearings if I just redevoted my time to it, because there, there was a whole thing, too, about totally getting lost in the second area. I thought I softlocked the game and like apparently I was just missing like a couple of blocks that I could have blown up in a room that I could have sworn I shot every single block in
0: it's so. there there are some strange things about this, uh like switching up the formula, like how super missiles are now just a straight upgrade to your missiles yeah. uh it's not a separate like ammo anymore uh power bombs, I guess still are because I have found like four power bomb tanks, and I still don't have power bombs. It's just like you found an item you don't know the use for <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, okay. sure you got you have physical amnesia. <laughs>
0: yeah see that's the thing like when i was just sort of skipping through it when i first played it i thought he was saying uh that she didn't remember what happened when the birdman
1: attacked her. but
0: yeah that that's an okay name for abilities i suppose
1: even though if you really put like an an iota of thought into it physical amnesia is still just amnesia because amnesia is a dysfunction of your brain which is part of your body
0: (laughs) physical amnesia one of the best led zeppelin albums also
1: oh that's true um Uh, I do, like, if you're going to coin any term through a Metroid game instead of shit like Metroidvania, I think the, as a game concept, losing all your items, having to regain them, physical or item amnesia is a good term for that.
0: Kind of. Cause, well, yeah, actually, technically, this game does not have an abilities in it because you never play, like, with your full abilities when you start before yeah. getting it sucked away. It's not like Symphony of the Night or one yeah. of
1: those so let's i i kind of want to back speaking of restarting i want to back up a bit in the metroid Dread conversations This yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. of this has been about us trying to play metroid red oh. uh to to give a good baseline about what the game is i
0: i, I would also one note though when you said about dying and stuff yeah. i've only died from bosses uh and i have died a few times on bosses because a lot of them have some specific thing you have to do yeah and a lot of attacks that you
1: probably would not see coming the first time and they do a lot of damage danny has tried to assure me that at least in his opinion this is the hardest metroid game to be released but i don't unless it gets Mm -hmm. a lot harder later in the game i'm not necessarily sure that's the case the original metroid for the nes
0: but none of them are hard is the thing so i don't know (laughs)
1: NES Metroid is kind of hard because it's just NES hard. It's just one of those old games that was full of some bullshit.
0: Well, that and just like trying to figure out where to go. Yeah,
1: everything looked so samey in that game. It was really tough to get your bearings anywhere. But anyway, um, the the way that this game opens up, I think also one way it diverges from previous Metroid games is instead of just finding your abilities hidden in rooms, you have to claim them from Emmys. That's Uh, not true. There are, lots of
0: there are lots of items you just find in rooms. What are you talking about?
1: Well, no, I found stuff like the Varia suit, but like I'm, I'm talking like the main abilities that you've had in previous games, like the morph balls tied to an Emmy. It seems like the uh, sprint boot thing is tied to an okay, Emmy. Okay, yeah. Um, you still get stuff like the phaser and, and whatever from item balls, but yeah. for the most part, it seems like the loop of the game is there is a area in each part of the map Uh, Where there is a robot who is basically uh, the ex-parasite version of Samus, or like Nemesis, or something to just kind of like make it easier to understand what the deal is, you need to avoid them. Uh, But at some point, you'll charge up your beam, you'll go back in there, and you'll blast them, and then you reclaim one of your abilities off their body, and then move on to the next part of the game. Uh, Yeah, which is a. perfectly fine loop i've been enjoying that so far uh the tension of actually needing to get the fuck out of there when there is an emmy that has spotted you is
0: good the ambience is very good in those areas where it has like sort of that like dimming and brightening and the beeping noises and stuff and sort of the sepia tone it looks cool yeah Uh, the only thing i would say about that though is like early on there's the one where you sort of have to loop the emmy around while you're raising that platform uh and you never have to do that again like every other area is just like get through here
1: yeah uh you do eventually get a ability that just lets you invisible for a short period of time Um, which is
0: pretty much useless because if they bump into you they still will catch you
1: yes but i have been able to juke emmys pretty reliably with it by just understanding kind of the geometry and where best to sort of stand to avoid them so it's been giving me real like the stupids vibe, like just standing there going like the fool thought it was a plant. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: the only time I found that very useful is there's a later one that can see through walls. Um, oh. And so that one I use that for. But oh, that, makes sense. That, that was actually more like because when you use it, they can't hear your footsteps either. Yeah. And so it was just like use it to get some distance on them and then like just make a break for the exit. And then yeah. once it's recharged, use it again.
1: Yeah I've, I've had stuff where like there's a platform I could drop off of either, either way so I just Stand in the middle and wait for him to come up on one side And then just walk to the other and drop off Yeah um, It's useful though like those sections would be Way more of a pain in the ass without it And I do think like it penalizes you pretty well Because if you drain all the energy out of that It just starts rapidly sucking out all of your health Yeah
0: um, I, I really like the dash ability In this though
1: um, oh, See, I, haven't,
0: I think it's very cool
1: I am don't looking have forward to that. Well, no, because I only beat Kraid.
0: Well, I don't remember when you got, got it. Okay. You, I, I mean the, the one that uses the same power as the uh, stealth suit. Not the, like, mock speed run thing. The uh, sort oh, of air dash. see,
1: that's... I don't think I learned how to do that because that was another point where the HDMI thing needed to be reseated, and I just got frustrated, and I remember just, like, clicking out of that menu. I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. I hit R3, and I turn in this, but I get it. <laughs> so i think i might have okay. missed part of the description in that box um, no
0: no you get it later it just oh, uses later, the okay. same energy pool
1: i just remember there being a lot of text about turning invisible and just being yeah. like goddamn whatever i just wanted like i need to get out of this menu the some of the screen keeps going black i need to go
0: some of those tutorials are weird because they'll say like uh You got this ability, you can use it in these ways that you will never use. Also, you can use it to, like, remove this one sort of of block in the environment. We're not going to show you what it looks like, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had to end up looking up, like, um, images of all the gates and, like, what weapons they correspond to because that's not made immediately clear.
0: Mm, The gates, I thought, were fairly clear. um, But there are just, like, these sort of... For example, you'll get like a multi-lock missile later. It does not show you what that block looks like, even though you've mm. seen them around and you could probably figure it out. It's just kind of odd.
1: Well, the one for me was the, uh, like the spread beam, where you have those blocks that have like the three nodes and it lines up oh, with the yeah, spread, spread beam. But I, I didn't realize there was a spread beam. And so when you shoot at those nodes, they start to light up. And so I thought I was just doing something wrong. Like maybe I'm mm-hmm. supposed to shoot them in a certain order or...
0: Well, I played previous Metroid games, so I was like, oh, I need the split beam for these. I just
1: totally forgot that there was a fucking split beam. Um, I remember the ice beam, because you need the ice beam to kill the Metroids.
0: No ice beam in this.
1: No Metroids in this. Or so says Danny, uh, with with the ominous threat of play the game to find out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's probably
1: Um, Metroids in this, I'm going to guess. I know you have ice missiles this time. Here's my prediction for the plot okay don't don't confirm this because spoilers but my prediction is uh because the way that the game is set up the opening minutes of it is chozo guy uh samus up and appears to have drained her powers and then divided them amongst the emmy which it either now controls or has given autonomy or or something uh the enemy the enemy the, the emmy they're also the enemy But the Emmy uh, have this like needle that they use to like suck out genetic material. They want the they want the gene goop. And so I think the idea is he's trying to like harvest the DNA, the Metroid DNA out of Samus to recreate Metroids or something like that.
0: Wow, it's almost as though it's entirely predictable from the moment you start the game. (laughs) hooray <laughs> yeah like no kidding they're like these emmys are specifically designed to extract dna yeah. from subjects <laughs> and then if you get caught by them you see them like jabbing the needle and you wow yeah. i wonder the bunch what of is.
1: yeah weird it's almost like extincting all the metroids back in the fucking 1990s was maybe a bad idea because they needed <laughs> to keep making more of these things yeah Now you gotta figure out some way to bring the Metroids back It's like Jigsaw
0: dying in Saw 3 Now what do we do? (laughs) Samus just shows up here and shrugs and points a lot I don't know what we're doing
1: But yeah, like the, the actual way that the game controls and everything feels great question mark i've the aiming has been a little bit finicky but i don't chalk that up to like that's not metroid's fault i think it's the fact that i'm playing on joy cons and those analog s- mm. sticks suck
0: so i've been playing with pro controller and it's been
1: fine wow i,
0: I like the pro controller actually i i don't really know your issue no, with
1: it no kidding no my issue with the pro, my issue with the pro controller is i don't play enough games on the switch oh yeah yeah, i don't want to drop the money on it there's like wired ones but then like that dock is so lightweight i genuinely worry about like accidentally jerking it and just flinging the switch off of my media stand mm-hmm. also i question like the quality of the 20 dollar pro controllers um yeah they're probably fine I don't i'm know. still waiting on my contact pads to show up it's, using an 8-bit dough would be better than using the joy cons uh, Danny insists that using the PS4 controller is fine, but I agree with you. I think there probably would be like some input issues with that.
0: Every time I've seen like a Wario or someone posting like a link to that sort of adapter that lets you use it, there are a bunch yeah. of replies saying like this has a ton of input lag. Don't use it.
1: Yeah, so it's a. Uh... I mean it's a nintendo console man whatever like the basic controller is that come with that comes with that thing is probably not the ideal way to play video games on the console so none of this is new mm. there's exceptions but i think like most of the times there's an exception is because the game's been specifically designed around whatever weird controller nintendo developed My...
0: luigi's mansion
1: i wouldn't want to play that on anything other than the gamecube controller time splitter's 2 on the other hand fuck no <laughs> yeah uh, I
0: mean the My take that I will defend forever Is that the Wii Pad was totally fine And the people complaining about it Were just like babies with gi- with tiny hands That couldn't handle it
1: I mean that just describes me In a nutshell, I can't even hold a Whopper Junior Can't hold a Wii gamepad. Pad <laughs> Yeah <laughs> um,
0: You're worse than the guy in the commercial who can't hold a Whopper You can't even hold a Whopper Junior
1: Yeah, it's a uh, Fucked up <laughs> existence That's fine, I'll become president one day uh, <laughs> anyway rest in peace metroids yeah
0: <laughs> um, rest in peace colin powell rest in peace metroids rest in power sorry metroids, rest in powell
1: sorry. colin metroid No, i powell
0: appeared at the un and had a vial of metroid dna to prove <laughs> that they were holding metroids in iraq
1: yeah and iraq is developing x parasites <laughs> yeah we need to go over there and stop them. Yeah, they're making it in vans. Um, Samus comes out of a spider hole, just like Saddam Hussein. No, uh...
0: <laughs> That's right. Just Saddam Hussein turning into a morph ball and not going through a launcher.
1: <laughs> oh no, he's got the power bomb. We need to invade.
0: <laughs> Think of the untold damage he could do with that. Just rolling underneath buildings, laying a power bomb and zooming off.
1: Oh God. I do like that the uh main, the main thrust of this for Samus so far is just yo, you need to get back to your ship. There's some fucked up stuff happening on this yeah, planet. Like, I do
0: like that, like how the whole thing is just like you need to get out of here.
1: Now. Yeah, there is. A... The Metroid games have always made you feel like. Samus is like trying to do something good, right? Like, despite the fact that she is just a, a bounty hunter, she's out for money. Like, she still, by the end of the day, does the right thing. She wants to protect the, the galaxy from Metroids. So, like, in this game, it's just like bad shit going on here. Like, you are not powerful enough to deal with this. You need to just fucking go. Like, yeah. there's a genuine sense of urgency to get off this planet in this game, and I've I've liked that a whole lot. And I think that that is reinforced by those emmy encounters being so threatening Mm -hmm. uh with sax in fusion it it kind of felt like those encounters were very very short-lived and it was very easy to get out of there
0: they were extremely scripted too
1: yeah the emmy stuff is nothing like that like it's the same concept but they flesh it out a lot more it's it's a lot more interactive uh and also a lot more threatening um so I've been having fun with Dread. Uh, It might take me a bit to complete it, because I do want to finish some stuff up and then come back and start it over. But I'm liking it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, They did it. Nintendo put out a game that I wanted to buy. Well, sure. Mercury also, Steam made a good game. <laughs> Which is in itself amazing, like the fact that this runs as smooth as it does, not only on the Switch, but the fact that it's Mercury Steam making it a company that's not necessarily known for making stable video games.
0: Yeah, I mean Samus, uh, the Samus Return, Return of Samus Samus Returns, Return of Samus <laughs> was it. the original Game sure. Boy one, um, but Samus Returns was pretty good. I liked it. Um,
1: I thought that also had, like, some performance issues, though.
0: Uh, Probably, but it was, like, a really late 3DS game. Like, I think Mm. that came out after the Switch was already out. Look, all I know is it is positively
1: bizarre to me to be playing a Switch game and having it run totally smooth and then jump over to the PlayStation 5 and Far Cry 6 runs like dog shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There is a part... You haven't gotten to the underwater area yet? No. There's one part that's underwater, um... And, like, you can actually see pretty far into the background, and then there are, like, a bunch of swarms of these little things, and that made it kind of chunky. Uh But mm-hmm. that's the only area that I've seen I've, that happen.
1: Loading into new areas has, like, made those little, like, transition cutscenes yeah. stutter a lot, but, like, that is more excusable to me because you're not actually playing that. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine, whatever. Yeah, and
0: I've seen uh, some very small stutters every once in a while where I think yeah. it's basically doing the same thing as the emulator was where it's building shader caches or something.
1: Yeah. surprised um, yeah. how quick right. saving the game is. Oh, and that I step... think
0: should be faster, really.
1: Uh, I, You step into that thing and then you are out of it like a second later.
0: Yeah, but um, you like you gotta wait for
1: Samus to like get into position and it almost it does it so quick it almost feels like it's not saving. They need to put like a thing where she gets into it and she goes like oh yeah and then like <laughs> then you know.
0: Yeah, that that way you'll really know it's been saved.
1: Or no, is it uh okay?
0: yeah it was, it Okay.
1: Is. Yeah. Oh Metroid. Um <laughs> So we should probably move on to Retro Corner and talk about the uh, old Metroids because we're already here. Uh, I played... Good reason. I played Metroid, Super Metroid, Fusion, and Zero Mission. Uh, Figure we should just go in order with these things. The original Metroid, already kind of talked about it. It's hard as balls. It's an NES game. It's really hard to navigate around in it. Doesn't feel great interesting concept for its time like i've been trying to rack my brain thinking about like what else sort of started this type of like search action gameplay or if metroid really was the first one to do it like i don't know if it just popularized it or
0: i mean i think it pretty much was i mean i would say the genre as a whole really starts with super metroid sure but like that's when it refined it like that's when you have the map you have your you know your grid map and everything
1: i love a good grid map pull out the grid me paper too and make your own
0: i don't map. like uh the map in dread how it's just sort of like a regular map i want a yeah. grid map i want to just see like a square that's red and i'm like oh there's an item in there
1: if, if anything the map Actually, in dread has, save. yeah if anything the map in dread has made it a little bit more like disorienting to figure out where i need to go because it will show you like every platform in a room and mm-hmm. so we just kind of like pull out and stare at it. It's like my eyes just kind of go blank. Like there's yeah. just so much information to process.
0: And sometimes there are things where it's like, okay, the place I need to go is like a small little corridor I can morph ball into, and I can maybe not see that as well on the map yeah. when it's surrounded by all this other crap.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the first metro. I mean, it. It's a Castlevania sort of situation, which is maybe appropriate considering how these two sort of became tied later on. But the first Metroid established what it is, what it wanted to be. And then, like you said, Super Metroid refined it. But Super Metroid's also just a remake of the first game, in the same way that Super Castlevania 4 is just a remake of the first Castlevania. Is that true? It is, yeah. Castlevania 4 is just No, I know that. I mean, okay.
0: Super Metroid. I don't. I did not know that was a remake of the yes, first. Yes, I think I don't it is think just that's supposed to be a remake of the first. Zero Mission I... is a remake of the first. So have they just remade the first one twice?
1: What if I were to tell you they basically have remade the first Metroid <laughs> more than they have made original Metroid <laughs> games? I mean, it's very possible. It's like I, Spider-Man I it's... movies. Well, okay, to be fair, I think it's a... More of a remake in the sense that, yes, technically it's a different story at a different point in the timeline, but it's very much just the first game over again. Like, you are still going roughly to the same locations, you're fighting the same bosses, you're picking up the same power-ups.
0: But I I think that's just Nintendo games, though. Like, Mario's still fighting Bowser.
1: Yes and no, it'd be more like if, if Mario World had most of Mario 1's levels in the middle of it. Like, the the Castlevania 4 comparison, I think, holds because, like, Castlevania 4, you're still going to, like, some of the original places from that game, but just, like, later on. You start in a different location, you have more stuff going on. Like, it fleshes it out more. But it's still, like, a soft remake. Okay. I heard you typing. Are you looking this up?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. It follows the events of the Game Boy game Metroid 2 Return of Samus.
1: Uh... Oh well, sure, because yeah, the last Metro is in captivity, but exactly it's still it's still it's still a fucking remake. It's still the same game, basically. you still go okay. fight Kraid where you fought Kraid in the first game, you still fight Ridley, you got that thing that's got like it's a statue of Ridley and Craig and Sonic the Hedgehog, and like when you beat all of them, it opens up the next path, and that's where you go up and you fight Mother Brain.
0: Is okay, then here's the question Is Metroid Prime like still in canon or is that like, is that like a side,
1: like an alternate timeline thing? I don't know. I thought Metroid Prime takes place before, right? Isn't aren't those all like prequels or something? I don't
0: know. That's why I'm asking you, the Troid expert. I'm we, should troid expert. Had, we should have had Danny on here for this. What are you doing? Yeah,
1: well, his microphone is like in a perpetual state of total crap. Oh, so, okay. We don't have him on for anything anymore because he refuses to buy a better microphone. of <laughs> uh, spend the thirty bucks for snowball man. Um also he's busy with work. Uh he's got a life, it turns out, unlike us. That, um,
0: that's not true.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, I well look, I still think Super Metro is basically just a soft remake of the first game. It covers a lot of the same ground, but it it establishes that formula more firmly because it re- it refines what it is. And it's a great game. Like, I, the atmosphere in Super Metroid is, like, unparalleled for me. Like, that is the perfect atmosphere for a Metroid game. Not even Dread, I think, matches that atmosphere for me. Okay. Uh, which is part of why I really dislike Fusion, because Fusion is just so far off in the other direction from Super Metroid. Like, oh, Super awesome. Metroid...
0: Yeah, I will say Metroid Prime. The Prime trilogy takes place between Metroid One and Two.
1: Okay, I guess not, that makes sense. Not sure. No, not really. <laughs> I, that I suppose makes sense. Okay. To be fair, I only played Metroid Prime the first, so I don't know those other two games. How they?
0: Uh, you know, Dark Samus. Ridley. Ridley's in all of them. Keeps coming back. Yeah. So by like Super Metroid, she's fought Ridley. At least three times.
1: Yeah, That's fine. If he's in, 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 other, the first or in Other M, they're like, oh, she's got PTSD from fighting Ridley 12 yeah, to other, 15 times. Yes,
0: Other M's the first one. Yeah. Chron- chronologically.
1: Yeah. I know that at least. Um, yeah, I. The, the thing with Super Metroid is it still kind of just dumps you out in that world and doesn't give you, like. Wait, no, it, it doesn't. Isn't. Huh?
0: Other M takes place between Super Metroid and Fusion. <laughs>
1: what I think there's like flashbacks though like it goes back to her time in like the academy or whatever so I think like a sizable portion of that game still takes place like before everything else
0: there is but like her commander and everything is in there because he's telling her what to do that's the whole thing of like we can't unlock your suit until you go here don't go in the lava it would
1: be so much easier if other m just never existed now wouldn't it yeah probably it would have been so much better where does uh, that 3DS uh, Federation Forces game take place. <laughs> How's that slot in all this?
0: Nowhere <laughs> Now that's an alternate timeline
1: No, I Super Metroid doesn't like Hold your hand It is much better about directing you where to go Than the original Metroid But in a way that feels a whole lot more organic Like you still feel like you're just In this very dense world And you kind of have to just Explore your way around it and take your time And I like that it it feels pretty good. And then you get to Fusion. And Fusion is so linear, I'm not sure what the point even is. I hate Fusion. I think it's the worst one. Hmm. Do you agree with me? No. How does this make you feel? Uh, Fusion's fine. Fusion sucks ass. I like it like more in the first
0: one, that's for sure.
1: <sighs> oh, okay. I mean... To be fair, like I barely qualify the NES Metroid as existing at this point because, again, like Super Metroid is basically just that game and is the one that I would want to play. And if not that, then Zero Mission also exists. There's no reason to play the original Metroid for the NES at this point. No, uh,
0: outside of morbid curiosity, the others, then yeah, Fusion's the worst. My main issue with it is just like all the dialogue. Every time you go down the elevator,
1: there's more talking shut up (laughs) that's why i was so happy i was so glad to see adam show up in dread i was just like god damn it nobody invited you (laughs) fuck off you still have long elevator sequences though that's true Um, it's just nice and silent everything in fusion is so brightly lit and like i get that the point of that is to do with the hardware that it was on like the game boy advance you needed everything to be very colorful and almost cartoony so you can actually see what the goddamn fuck was happening on the screen so like i understand it's a limitation of that system and nintendo not wanting to just put a backlight in the thing Uh, but also i just sort of hate the way that it looks you go from super Metroid that is just dripping with atmosphere and it's dark and it's grungy and like it's dense in detail. And then you get to fusion is just the Saturday morning cartoon looking thing. I think it's ugly to look at, uh, ugly to listen to as well. Although I've like, I've talked plenty about my issues with that sound hardware. Uh, and then like you make it more linear, you take away a lot of like the exploratory element of that game. And it just, it's so dull to me.
0: I mean, I would also say, though, like, you're actually kind of defeating your own point, though, with how it looks, which is that, yes, it was designed to be played on a Game Boy Advance, and it does not look as bad there as it does if you just play it in an emulator or something.
1: I suppose, but also... Because it wouldn't look as garish. Yeah. But I'm also not whipping out a Game Boy Advance, because I don't have one. And at this point, I bet it costs like $800 to buy one off eBay. If not that, for the Game Boy Advance, I bet the game costs that much money. (laughs) Probably. So it's not like I'm going to be playing it on one of those anytime soon. By the Um, way,
0: speaking of garish things, uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force uh, takes place after Metroid Prime 3, but before Metroid 2. (laughs) So.
1: Stop. (laughs) Stop. all of this actually starts to get into star trek territory where it's just like please stop making things that exist between other things but is like made in real world time way later it just you start to get this inconsistency federation
0: i was gonna say federation force got a 3.5 out of 10 from electronic gaming monthly which apparently (laughs) was still around at that time
1: that sounds about right. Not that they still existed, but 3.5 out of 10. That sounds about right. Oh man, Danny was so mad that that game existed because yeah, that is too. like that is right at that point where it's just like Metroid has been put on ice, and now you're announcing something, and it's this.
0: I mean, well, that was like right before the Samus Returns too. So it was like yeah. that was announced and came out, and it was like, "Oh, don't worry, there's a real Metroid. Yeah.
1: Hey, we heard everybody really wants two to be playable, so uh, (laughs) farming that out to Mercury Steam, I guess. Uh, Good thing they did. I tried to play AM2R uh, while I was on vacation, and um, I'm not sure I want to finish that. Something about that game just feels, like, very off to me. Mm. Something like the way that it controls, like, the, the mapping doesn't quite... Feel right and I think it might just be Something with it trying to auto detect The 8-bit dough and assign buttons God your,
0: your 8-bit dough causes so many problems it for does you, And you just <laughs> won't let go of it
1: Well it's also all that I had with me on vacation So it was all I could hook up to that thing I'm not playing a fucking Metro game on a mouse and keyboard Or well just a keyboard It wouldn't have any mouse control But it would still be awful
0: Mouse um, aim for <laughs> am 2R And that might not be so bad It'd be like, it'd be like playing Soldat
1: yeah uh yeah i i just don't care much for fusion i i think fusion is a horribly boring game i i think it's some of the structure i would imagine is also because it came out before zero mission didn't it yeah i would imagine some of the structure too is it's designed more for pick it up for a little bit put it down but and it just as a Metroid game when you have the time to just put into playing that thing start to finish it doesn't feel that good. Zero Mission on the other hand, like despite all my misgivings about Fusion, Zero Mission is like the best one in the series. Correct. It's great. Yeah. They made that first game even more playable outside of Super Metroid. Like that is Samus feels the best she has ever felt to control in Zero Mission. Hmm. I like it a whole lot. It like Me too. it.
0: I also just like the suit design quite a bit in that. Yeah, it's still like okay. Here, do you agree with me that generally the suits look worse as you progress? Yes, I I don't like the giant orb shoulders that are like me in the sort neither. of regular, sort of def, not default, but the ultimate suit. Generally, I like the one from Zero Mission that you start in.
1: Yeah, peak Samus design to me is Super Metroid starting suit Samus. That's my favorite one. Um, Every time you get an upgrade to your suit in any of these games, I think it makes it look worse. Uh, In most of the new games, the suit redesign that you have at the start, I think, looks worse. I I do not like the starting suit in Metroid Dread at all. Oh, it's terrible.
0: That's that's one uh, exception, though, where the suit upgrade you get later looks better, and then it looks bad again.
1: Yeah i do like the vario suit in dread uh yeah. but then you have you have warned me that the joker suit is coming <laughs> you're gonna get
0: jokerfied.
1: <laughs> yeah and i'm not i heard they're making Metros again and it joker-fied me mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Just straight up purple and green suit sure why not
1: did you see that episode of ridley's show where samus went on and she blew his brains out all over the <laughs> wall and she did that little she did a little dance a little dumb dance
0: I think Metroids are awful, Ridley. You're (laughs) awful.
1: It's fine. Ridley just comes back on the air two weeks later. He's just got some more metal plating on his fucking head. (laughs) He's
0: like a character in Shadow of Mordor that's your nemesis. (laughs) Ridley just showing up again
1: like, It's
0: me, Samus, I'm back. They stapled me head back on
1: my shoulders. Thought you was rid of me, didn't you? <laughs> That's how he should is, talk. This is now canonically Ridley's voice.
0: <laughs> talk me, Ridley. I'm a space pirate, I am.
1: Oh, I thought I'd take the baby Metroid from you, innit? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Gov. Anyway, I zero mission Brexit <laughs> did, did really just show up and say Brexit. <laughs> yeah, that's all he said. He flew away. He got a vote to leave Samus. <laughs> <laughs> Samus votes remain. <laughs> Samus is over here tweeting about idiots believing what a bus said. <laughs> Sam is getting arrested outside of the White House for a voter's right march
0: Did you see Ridley was hanging out with Nigel Farage?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's not surprising.
0: No, not really.
1: They yelled at Ridley at a restaurant and yeah. made him leave. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what's Ridley doing in Cancun?
0: What's my mom do, or what's my dad doing in Israel? <laughs>
1: I like how, also in my mind, Samus wouldn't even be like hardcore left Twitter. She would just be like Alyssa Milano left Twitter. Just like, oh, uh, this. All right, yeah. Samus, sure. Oh, did you see the way that Samus was staring in that Senate judiciary meeting? Oh. oh fierce. Oh, oh. She had yeah, the Joker's yes, face. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> Samus tore up Ridley's speech. Slay what the fuck are we even talking what what game uh, are we even on zero mission zero mission zero mission uh again not a fan of how the game boy Advance games look uh for obvious reasons not a fan of the sound hardware but it is just so damn much fun to play that it's very easy for me to look past all the other issues i might have with it aesthetically
0: uh-huh
1: um I also like the stuff that they kind of add on to the end of that game to sort of flesh it out a bit more.
0: The, I mean, this the, is the, the game cutest... that gave us a Zero Suit Samus.
1: Uh huh. The only other Samus suit that I am into. She's got, yeah. she's got like, she's got a little pistol whip gun. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, cutest moment in all of Metroid it happens in this too, where you get like the little picture that she drew as a kid when she was hanging out with the bird people. I like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's nice. There's nice stuff in this game. Uh, also, uh, I will say my least favorite suit out of all of Metroid. Before we completely lose that thread, is the fusion suit, where it's just like kind of a muscle suit that she's wearing. I I really I hate it so much. It looks so like fucking that. bad. It's Fuck just you. it's
0: it's just like uh, she got venomized. I'm going to. Eyes. I'm going to
1: hurt you. <laughs>
0: Well, you have to understand, at the time, you know, Venom and Carnage were huge. So, of course, they're like, well, if we made Samus into a Venom or Carnage. I anyway, like Venom it. 2, Let There Be Carnage, uh, in theaters now, <laughs> starring Woody Harrelson.
1: <laughs> Never in is, the is it
0: just a coincidence that Metroid Dread finally comes out and she has another sort of, like, Venom-Carnage type suit at the beginning?
1: no. It's not coincidence; it's design.
0: Exactly. Also, they never knew. in
1: a million years if you told me that Woody Harrelson would be playing Cletus Cassidy, would I have believed you? <laughs> but here we are. Not saying it's bad. No, of I, course not. If anything, not. unexpectedly Cl- terrific. Cletus
0: Cassidy is a natural born killer, after all.
1: Yeah, we, they should have just left him in that shitty wig from the first movie.
0: Yeah, they should have just yeah. Ronald McDonald hanging around here
1: i love how that makes it very clear that that post-credit scene was just added very late into (laughs) development we got woody harrelson for a day oh right redhead Ah, go search the wig department Mm -hmm. uh it's a Uh, it's a real
0: like you know you see woody harrelson hanging out on a bench with his arm around the back and people are like this is anti-homeless architecture
1: (laughs) it's a real uh sean connery death mask thing with that i would imagine
0: Yeah, I guess isn't that
1: isn't that the I heard it was like a Halloween mask that they bought and it happened to be like a Sean Connery mask. But then the way that he tells it not Sean Connery, I'm sorry, uh, William Shatner, Uh, the way William Shatner tells it, though, is they made a death mask for him on the set of Star Trek to try out different like prosthesis on when he wasn't available. I don't know what you're talking about, by the way. The mask for uh, Halloween. Oh, for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. What does this
0: have to do? Okay.
1: I was just saying, like, that's something that they went to a prop department and found. Oh, oh, oh. They, oh okay. they just needed they needed something on the day. So they're yeah, like, I, exactly. I don't know, go over here and grab something because the way the Shatner tells it, that's what happened is that mask was part of Star Trek's production and then just got like ferried off to some other department at some point and was just grabbed on the day of shooting for all.
0: I don't know. I thought it was like literally a Captain Kirk mask that they got at a
1: store. That's what I thought too, but Shatner tells it differently. And honestly, well, I can't believe everything can says. you believe? Sure, I don't know. He's been to space. That uh, fat fucking guinea pig, stupid fat pig, fuck pig man, fucking old pig.
0: George Takei has joined the podcast.
1: <laughs> oh my!
0: <laughs> yeah, I he can't can make win. it space, but his wife couldn't make it out of the pool. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like we're not Christ. saying anything about Shatner's possible involvement with his wife's death, however, <laughs> uh it is likely that he had an involvement. Uh that's all I could say for legal reasons. But it do is your going research. To
1: be so cool well first of all if william Chandler ever listened to this podcast he would have shut it off after like two minutes just like everybody else so we would be (laughs) totally fine he wouldn't get this far unless Uh, someone else alerted him to this second it is going to be the dopest shit in the world when one of those two like crotchety old fucks finally die because the other is going to have just the realest shit to say about them and like i can't wait
0: it'd be like a trump's eulogy for colin powell
1: oh man
0: yes he made a lot of mistakes anyway rest in peace
1: we're just so hysterically petty That I think every part of it is actually cool Yeah Oh man Also fuck eulogizing a war criminal So we can have that on the record That stuff is Yeah of course
0: uh, it's stupid You don't have to respect a war criminal Shut up
1: Yeah Well we have to have respect for everybody Including Metroid Fusion uh, Which is actually <laughs> a, a good game <laughs> Thank you <laughs> I still disagree with that. It's, yeah. It's,
0: it's, not, it's not... Whatever. Good.
1: Look, it, honestly, the fact that, like, if you look at the Metroid series as just sort of, like, a through line of the 2D Metroid games, like, the fact that Fusion is maybe them misstepping the hardest is pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I, I agree it's probably the worst of those, but even so, hey, it's all right.
1: Yeah. There's definitely, like, worse Metroids than it. Like, I'm I'm sure if you want to include federation force or whatever but i think that you really don't have to no just ignore that one i mean in general like a sort of
0: 3d metroid like i have no interest in
1: yeah if if you approach it the way that i did which is just like you want to look at that main series as like super metroid metroid fusion zero mission samus returns and dread like the lowest point is Fusion, and that being its lowest point is still a lot better than other, like, mainline series for other video game franchises. Like, yep. even within Nintendo's stable properties. Uh I It agree. is maybe benefited by the fact that over the course of, like, 30 years, they've made that few of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I...
0: I mean, the thing is, Metroid never really sold that well. Like, It sold yeah. fine, uh, but not nearly as much as their other franchises, so they never really yeah. cared about it. However... Apparently this one's been like selling really well. It has. You know why? There are no other Nintendo games coming out this year. <laughs> that's which I mean, that's is, a very good point. <laughs> it's good for Metroid Dread. That might yeah. mean more Troids in the future. Good but, for Metroid, good for George. <laughs> that's right. Good for Larry. It's just, do not make the mistake of thinking suddenly... Everybody loves Troid. It's just uh, nothing else. Literally nothing.
1: My, okay, here's my prediction. It's a wild prediction. It might actually, like, if you think about it logically, I'm probably dead wrong. They'll make an ARMS 2 before they make another proper Metroid game. Yes, I agree with that. I was gonna say they'll make another Splatoon, but they definitely aren't going to make another Splatoon. I, they are making another Splatoon
0: Yeah, they've I'm had enough like it's coming um, out next year. They've had trailers for it.
1: Every time Craig shoots out that like purple blob from his like stomach, it reminded me of like the Splatoon goo. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I kept thinking in my mind, like I gotta be careful of the Splatoon hole.
0: There's another boss that shoots these lasers that sort of leave a goop on the ground. It also reminded oh, me of Splatoon. Man. It's also purple.
1: I mean, Splatoon goop looks pretty good. It does. It looks looks tasty. Yeah.
0: Remember when they had ketchup versus mayonnaise battle in Splatoon? So everybody was just like squirting jizz everywhere. It was great. It was the best thing they ever did. They they never did again because they realized what was happening.
1: I'm going to suck the ink right out of a squid. Woo. Drink him like a fucking Capri Sun. (laughs) into the squid it out well i think it kind of wraps up uh all my th- thoughts on metroid mostly I, it's a great franchise that i wish nintendo would actually do more with but apparently the only way not you'll ever get are. them to do that is if you get on your hands and knees and you beg them to pretty please just make a metroid also they will not do it themselves no it's the main <laughs> thing They're too busy making Zeldas and Marios, which is basically that and Splatoon. The only things that they care about are like those three games. It's kind of sad. There are so many good Nintendo properties that they just do not want to touch anymore.
0: Where's Punch-Out? Give me Punch-Out. I need new Punch-Out. You idiots. Give me Punch-Out. F-Zero, man. I need to hit all the racist caricatures in the ring.
1: The Star Fox games could be so much better than they have been. They've both not been making very many of them, and then every time they put one out, they just feel the need to fuck the formula up yeah. somehow. Like, ah, okay. oh, goddamn.
0: Well, also, to why I said, like, I guess maybe it's for the better, because apparently when they tried to make a Metroid by themselves, it sucks so bad, they just completely scrapped it and brought in another studio. So. Sure
1: if if you oh. just put mercury steam in, in charge of this from this point on i think that probably would be a good idea and like to their credit like they've come a long way too from making goddamn lords of shadow
0: <laughs> i mean that that 3ds game they made actually was pretty impressive for a 3ds game yeah. it, it was not super great but like visually and everything it was like oh this is pretty cool um yeah. the um what I was talking about, though, was actually, even though that is also true of Dread, I was thinking of Metroid Prime 4, when they started that, oh, yeah. and then, like, a year later, it was like, eh, we're restarting, we've got Retro back.
1: Sure, but I'm still not entirely convinced that that game is even coming out at this point.
0: I think it will eventually, yeah, especially yeah. now after this has sold so well.
1: Sure, I still think it's just going to be a case where that is, like, extremely late in the Switch lifecycle to the point that it's going to be, like... Dual release on that, plus whatever they have coming out next. Probably, assuming they even do anything next. They sure seem to be like maintaining a death grip onto that hardware, even though it really feels like it is time to move on from it. Yeah, so I part of me thinks they're just going to put out something like the Switch Two, and it's going to be a real Wii U situation where like no one realizes what the hell they're doing.
0: No, it it would be like if they called it the Re Switch or something.
1: What if they make an entirely new Switch? It's a completely different console. It uses a similar architecture, but like a Wii U thing, it's very much different. And they call that the Switch Pro.
0: But that I could see happening. <laughs> and it doesn't play original Switch games. I mean, I, I think Nintendo would never call anything a Pro. Because sure. they would not, they not want to alienate the uh, babies <laughs> to buy most of their stuff.
1: Well, you said it, and then I'm, I'm going to back like it that. up. They're I'm all babies. Yeah, I'm. God, whatever. I prime <laughs> four. I was going to say that sure would be neat if I could just get a hold of like the first three Prime games and play those before four. And then I remembered that Prime trilogy is never happening, so I should just emulate those here at some point and play. Especially.
0: Through them. Because uh, through the magic of Dolphin You can play them with mouse and keyboard controls That's true Now I really
1: can play Metroid with mouse and keyboard
0: Now you're playing with power
1: Yeah, mouse power (laughs) Um, USB power even
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, I I really am looking forward to getting back to Dread Uh, I do think I'm going to get through Resident Evil Before I do that though Because I want to play one last spooky game Before the month is over Uh, Although Dread's kind of spooky I would say that, like,
0: it's like he knocks Mama out of that plate glass window, and it's in slow motion. (laughs) Sure, that's pretty spooky.
1: Yeah, I think that the Metroid games have a decent amount of horror in them. No, Uh, Super Metroid has a very spooky atmosphere. They are very much inspired by Alien, Alien, specifically. They they got horror elements in their DNA. There's a lot of shit in their DNA. Uh, Samus has some genetic problems. Samus is a genetic freak, and she is not normal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks in a row with Scott Steiner references. I love it.
1: That's right. Oh, and I'd I'd see Samus cut a promo. That'd be good. Would it? (laughs) She barely talks. Yeah, she just yells a bunch of shit on, like, Chozo, and then, like... (laughs) Nobody has any idea what the fuck she just said. Oh, it's like
0: Asuka doing her promos.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. Oh, Asuka should play Samus.
0: Sure, why not? Yeah,
1: that'd be great. Uh, uh Ratings. I'm just going to rank these ratings. based on suits. Uh, All the games are the original Super Metroid suit, except for Fusion, uh, which is just the starting suit from Dread, because it sucks. Oh, and also I give Zero Mission an extra uh, Mecha Ridley. Okay. Yeah, Mecha Ridley is better than regular Ridley Okay I was trying to think
0: of how to make a Mecha Shiva joke And I can't quite figure it out
1: I Um, always want to make Mecha Shiva jokes And I can never figure them out Yeah
0: I know My ratings Zero mission 10 out of 10 Uh, I'm going to say Super Metroid uh, 8.8 out of ten, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not quite a nine because I feel like there are things about there sort of archaic and it's just sort of been outclassed by zero mission that makes it lower than I otherwise would have said. Uh fusion six maybe maybe a okay. lot, but I don't know. Like I would still rather play it than a lot of other games. So sure. Uh and then the original Metroid uh, I never finished it three
1: oh right i forgot that's one of the ones that i played that technically i am rating um yeah again like the thing with metroid for the nes and i know i already said this but it, it barely registers to me as part of the core series anymore like i know
0: and that's zero mission totally like, takes that place i played a little bit then i was like well i guess i'll just look at guide yeah. for this to try to play it so i know where to go and even then it was just like i'm I'm not having any fun with this because it's, the entire point of it is figuring out where to go.
1: Yeah, the the same thing is true with two. Uh, worst game in my opinion because it's confined to the Game Boy. On top of that, mm-hmm. uh, and its gameplay loop is extremely repetitive, uh, which is probably why it's been remade so many times so people can actually make it a playable, approachable game. I mean, um,
0: I I remember when I was a kid looking in, I think it was Electronic Gaming Monthly, or something. Might have been Nintendo Power, I don't know. There was a thing for Metroid 2 and like a strategy guide sort of in the back of the magazine. And it was like, here's the final boss. You have to shoot a hundred missiles at it. Yeah. And I was like, even then thinking that does not sound fun at all.
1: Yeah. It's both of those games. Like if you want to sit down and play them, I think they're fine. as just like a curiosity sort of thing. Like I really want to see what the root of these games is. And that was most of it for me. Like I knew from the start, I was probably going to like zero mission more, but I just wanted to see through the original just for the sake of it. Uh, Not anything I would ever do again. No reason to play that game for enjoyment. Only curiosity. Uh, Anyway, fuck all this beep boop pixel trash. Uh, which is what I heard someone say to dismiss the idea of the expansion pass, and I wish that person the absolute worst day of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Why
0: were they like, oh, I just want the Animal Crossing DLC, I don't want the rest of this.
1: Uh, I mean, they were definitely like one of those people who are just like, all video games before modern games are unplayable, and like, fuck those dudes.
0: No, uh, that is, that so is only that is only true. Spoilers.
1: That is only true of anything that's on like the Atari twenty six hundred and earlier.
0: Oh yeah, those are
1: that that's my line in the sand. Um I, mean,
0: I would say some stuff after that too. Like I would say anything sure. before the NES basically is unplayable.
1: There's there's a lot of stuff on the NES that is just straight up bad.
0: Oh, there is, like, but I'm it, saying like nothing before the NES is enjoyable in any way. Sure.
1: Sure. I and guess television. I get the I guess I get the mentality because he's probably like eight years old and has a Twitter account. And just like them, when I was eight years old, it was hard to fathom that anything before what I played first as a kid was anything good.
0: By the way, big fan of how you uh, deactivated your Twitter account and reactivated it, and said you're not going to use it, but you're still using it to look at opinions of eight year olds about Nintendo products. <laughs>
1: No, I'm using my art account for that. Oh, oh, oh. I haven't I haven't logged back into my main one yet. So okay, uh, my my promise is I'm not logging back into that one until Betty White dies, and then I'll just post some really heinous <laughs> shit when that happens. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the podcast. I don't have anything more to say about these video games. Do you? No. Oh well, then goodbye dinosaurs. Ridley's a dinosaur.